Hello, this is David Jenkins, La Plata Town Council member from Ward 4. I will be your host for this podcast titled La Plata Ward 4 Update, providing updates about the La Plata Town Council meetings, issues affecting U.S. residents, and other related activities. I've also started a La Plata Ward 4 video update, which are short videos about specific projects and issues, and have been posted to my Facebook page, facebook.com backslash djenkins LP Town Council Ward 4 backslash. These videos are also posted to the app or the website called Nextdoor, www.nextdoor.com slash backslash dot newsfeed. A little background, the Town Council has their work sessions each month on the second and third Tuesday, and then we have our business meeting on the fourth Tuesday. All meetings start at 6 p.m., And now, the town council work sessions and business meetings are now hybrid. That is, you can attend in person or virtually. Each agenda provides a link to attend virtually using the Microsoft Teams platform. Meeting meeting agendas can be accessed to the town website, www.townlittleplata.org. And please note, all meetings are recorded, so you can view them later at at your leisure. So now let's get started with our latest update. Hi, and welcome again to this latest episode of La Plata Ward 4 Update Podcast. This is David Jenkins, La Plata Town Council member from Ward 4, and your host for this podcast. This episode will be a follow-up to my previous and recent podcast about Town Council and Planning Commission public hearings and comments from the public about three specific projects. And I just wanted to provide some additional information from those hearings. So I'm going to provide some additional clarification and information about what is smart growth. Then I'll go into the uh, and talk about the educational requirements for the the Plata Planning Commission members. And then I'll finish up and talk about the uh, responsibilities of the La Plata Planning Commission, and Town Council at these various hearings. So let's first start with smart growth. What is it and what are its principles? Now, the source of this information is the Smart Growth Online website, which is a project of the Maryland Department of Planning, MDP, and it's funded by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, Office of Sustainable Communities. This information was recently posted on my Facebook page. Smart growth is development that supports economic growth, strong communities, and environmental health. Smart growth also covers a range of development and conservation strategies that help protect our health and natural environment, make our communities more attractive, economically stronger, and more socially diverse. The high quality of life from smart growth can make communities economically competitive, Creates, creates business opportunities, and strengthens the local tax base. Now, based upon experiences of other communities around the nation that have used smart growth approaches to create and maintain great communities and neighborhoods, the Smart Growth Network that I referred to earlier has developed a set of 10 basic principles to guide smart growth strategies. So let me run through those very quickly. The first is they, they include mix 
a mix of land uses. Smart growth takes advantage of compact building design. They create a range of housing opportunities and choices, and that could include single-family townhouses, apartments, duplexes, and other housing choices. Smart growth can create walkable neighborhoods, which is a goal in our town comprehensive plan. Smart growth can foster distinctive, attractive communities with a strong sense of place. They can preserve and should preserve open space, farmland, natural beauty, and critical environmental areas. That's important in this area with respect to the Chesapeake Bay, the Potomac River, and the various riversheds or watersheds within uh, Charles County. Smart growth also can strengthen and direct development towards existing communities. They can provide or it can provide a variety of transportation choices. They make development decisions predictable, fair, and cost-effective. That's important with respect to fiscal impact from growth. And I'll have some other posts uh, later on about fiscal impacts. And then finally, the final principle, encourage community and stakeholder, stakeholder collaboration in development decisions. That was certainly evident at the previous public hearings by the Planning Commission and the Town Council. We enjoyed a great turnout and some great and specific comments about their feelings about their community. So let me turn now to uh, what are, and there are educational requirements for La Plata, La Plata Planning Commission members. So these members are all appointed by the town council and as a, an appointed member and as required by state law, which is the Smart Green and Growing, the Smart and Sustainable Growth Act of 2009, all planning commission members must complete the Planning Commission, Planning Board, and Board of, Board of Appeals Education course, which is offered and provided by the Maryland Department of Planning. And I believe all the current members of the La Plata Town Planning Commission have, have met this requirement. That is, they have taken this course. I myself have taken it several times. Briefly, the course contains the following modules. It provides an overview of to planning. They call it Planning 101. They talk about the next module discusses what is a comprehensive plan. Module number three talks about growth management tools. The fourth module talks about and discusses the environment, green development, housing, and transportation. And uh, module five or chapter five talks about Maryland's smart growth vision for the future. And as I previously posted on a previous podcast, these visions 12 growth, smart growth visions must be and are included in the town's comprehensive plan. And the final module, which is a more recent one, are, is about the roles and responsibilities of a planning commission member or board member and a board, board, of, board of appeals member. That is, what are their responsibilities as a board member? Now, this course is available from the Maryland Department of Planning website, and I'll include it in my uh, podcast notes. But if you uh, Google uh, Maryland Department of Planning, uh, Planning Education, it should come up. So finally, then, let me just turn to the roles and responsibilities of the La Plata Planning Commission and us as town council members in the recent public hearings and uh, as they apply to all, also future public hearings. I will do that by um, in, a, in a sequential order 
uh, with two annexations. The first is well, the two annexations recently that that the Planning Commission and the Town Council has heard include the Hub and Hawthorne Green. Now, initially, the Planning Commission, after an ap- application is complete, the Planning Commission meets to determine if the annexation is consistent with the 2020 Town Comprehensive Plan. And they then forward this recommendation to the Town Council. Now, as part of this uh, process, the town planning staff does provide a report including their recommendation and a comprehensive plan compliance analysis. So, therefore, the planning commission takes this information and, therefore, they provide a recommendation and forward it to us at the town council. This recommendation is not an approval of the annexation. It's just a recommendation that is forwarded to the town council. Now, once that is completed, the town council then holds a public hearing. Uh, the town council, by law, is the final approval authority for any annexation. So, again, we hold a public hearing. The planning staff, again, provides a staff report, which includes a recommendation, their comprehensive plan compliance analysis, and the planning commission's recommendation. But please note that the town council is not bound by the Planning Commission's recommendation. At this hearing, the Town Council also hears testimony and presentation from the applicant who was requesting the annexation. This is then followed by questions from the Town Council members, and then the public can provide their comments, either in person or online, because we now have hybrid meetings, or they can provide uh, email or letters to to the Town Council and this would depend on how or how long the public record is, is, remains open. At some point in time when the, when the public hearing and the comments are closed or the record is closed, the town council will then meet and vote to either approve or deny the annexation. So that, in a nutshell, is what the, the responsibilities are of both the planning commission and town council during annexation hearings. The next project to illustrate our roles and responsibility is a recent project called Steeplechase. This is a request by the owner-developer to amend a previously approved master site development plan. So this is a slightly different process, and it is mandated, and we must comply by it as it, as, as it is within the town zoning ordinance. So again, the Planning Commission and Town Council have separate responsibilities that are provided in the sequence below. First, the town council meets to review the uh, master site development plan amendment request, and we are just there to provide a consensus whether to move forward and proceed with the required public hearings. At this stage, this is not any approval by the town council. Again, this is does not designate approval. It just says there's information and the application can move forward now to the public hearing process. After this is complete, the planning commission holds a public hearing. The planning staff provides a, a staff report and provides recommendations if this master site development plan amendment is in compliance with any prior approvals and is consistent with the town's 2020 comprehensive plan. At the hearing before the planning commission, there is in a presentation by the by the applicant of Steeplechase. Then there are questions from the Planning Commission. Then 
there is a there is a period where the public can can provide their public comment again either in person online or in email or in letters so this this particular hearing was held i believe um, august 3rd uh the planning commission did not make any decision they have then they deferred the meeting or deferred this decision and are scheduled to meet on september the 6th and i assume that they will vote on the master site development amendment request from staple chase staple chase and they must make one one recommendation and they must make the following uh, uh afforded to the town council that is they have to base and provide a recommendation based on three choices. One, to approve this amendment request, to approve it with condi- conditions, or deny it. Um, so that based upon that process, the Planning Commission will then transmit both their findings and recommendation for the Town Council for our action. The Town Council, upon receiving this information and their recommendation about the steeplechase a master site development amendment request. Uh, once we receive that, the, the town council, we will then schedule a, a also another public hearing. And please note, this has not been scheduled at this time. And again, the planning staff, planning department staff, will provide a report and present it to us, which will include the planning commission's recommendation, as well as the staff recommendation and uh, information if the uh, amendment request is consistent with the 2020 Town Comprehensive Plan. The applicant then provides their presentation about how or why they think that this amendment request should be approved. This is then followed by questions from the town council members. And then there's a public comment period where the public can get up and provide their testimony, written statements, either in person, online, or by email letters. It is not determined at this time because we haven't scheduled a public hearing how long the public record will be open to accept additional public comment. That will be determined. And again, I would emphasize that uh, the Planning Commission meets on this project on September the, I believe what I said, September the 6th. So we have not scheduled a public hearing until we have that information from the Planning Commission about their recommendation. So hopefully this provides a little clarity about what happened and some additional information about smart growth. So look for more of these types of podcasts about planning and smart growth in other communities and including best practices that perhaps we can use here in La Plata. This, these, this information will also be provided or posted on my Facebook page. So thanks again for listening. Uh, please forward your questions and comments to me at my email address, djenkins at townlaplata. Thanks again, and I hope to see you soon. This concludes the latest La Plata Town Council Award for Update. I hope you find this podcast informative and useful. So let me know what you think. I look forward to speaking to you again and listening to your questions and concerns. To reach me, my email address is djenkins at townoflaplata.org or my cell phone number is 301-263-3471. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.